You are listening to Echoes with Thoughts, a podcast that will keep you informed and will keep you on the edge of your seat. Now sit back, open up a can of pop or some water, as Sosalyn, your host, goes behind the mic and talks about life in general. Remember to keep it saucy. Well, hello and welcome to Echoes with Sauce. Well, I hope it is November, what day it is? It is November 8th. Wow, okay. I I can't believe, you know, I just want to tell you, this is how old I'm getting, okay? I don't know what day it is, let alone what, like, I don't know if it was Wednesday today or not, but like, holy cow, I think it must be the daylight. You know, like how, like there's low amount of light that goes on. But my goodness, it's like, it gets dark at almost four o'clock in the afternoon. I was like eating dinner. Oh, I might as well have been eating dinner at three o'clock. You know, like they should, if we're going to go back to daylight savings time, you might as well make breakfast at five in the morning, start making lunch at 10 a.m., and then have potentially dinner at 2.30 or 3 in the afternoon. Because by the time you get done with dinner, it's already nighttime. You know, it's this daylight savings. I, I do also have to say I love daylight savings because you get an extra hour of sleep. And it was interesting because this past weekend, I'm sure all of you guys switched your clocks back. And I hope you guys did. Uh, um, I, I mean, you know, also be interesting. I've always thought about this. What happens if we were to like live if you built a house from one time zone to another? That'd be that'd be very fascinating you know and it's like this is like i think indiana is where you can find that and it'd be interesting to figure out um how would that work you know or if you work from one time zone to another like what how would you get to work and what what do you fall by you know you're like all right honey i'm going to work i'll see you an hour ahead or i don't know that'd be interesting that'd be very uh interesting household uh, I'm sure that the cooking might get a little bit distorted. <laughs> it's like this. Um, you cook a Thanksgiving dinner, and next thing you know, you you bake the turkey, and the turkey is one hour ahead. So you set the time and all that. And, uh, I thought I was, I was trying to be funny, but I guess I guess I'm, it's not very good. Uh, <laughs> good laughter. When you have to laugh at yourself, it's kind of sad. I, you know, I tend to do that a lot too throughout the day. I laugh at myself and I think about something. I'm like, that's what I'm probably going to talk about that. Just talk about life. And another thing I kind of chuckled at is along with living in uh, two time zones at the same time, living on two sides of the state. Now, or the same address, but you're in two different states. So you would then have two different addresses. So my question is, where would you vote? Hmm. Would you vote twice? I'm sure you know who would love that. I'm sure the, <clears throat> not trying to make a political episode, but one particular party would love that opportunity. Oh yeah, you live in this state? Ah, let's go on and vote. And that's my, that's another question. I wonder, I'm curious now, how would that work? Would you vote in one state 
and if you reside in two different states at the same time if your house is on one big land right in that medium that'd be interesting see that's what i love about echoes of sauce because you i make myself think it's always good to have think unlike the squad which every time speaking of the squad uh last night they were they censured uh a talib who i was so out to lunch and she is I've never seen so much hatred coming out of that woman's mouth than ever before. The fact that they don't condone Hamas and neither does Jamal Bowman and neither does Allah Akbar, I mean Omar, whatever her name is, Omar, whatever, out of Minnesota. And you want to talk about what happened in Minnesota? If I were living in Minnesota and if I were at St. Louis Park uh, City, I start. I would start packing my bags and getting out of there as soon as possible because they elected the first pro-Hamas sympathizer uh, last night. Now, let alone uh, the election did not go as well. Now, here's where I'm going to try to touch base on it because a lot of people are asking, and I had quite a bit of a handful. Yet last night was not the proper election. It's not the turnout that I was hoping for, especially in the Commonwealth of Virginia and in the Commonwealth of Kentucky. But you know, the, it's interesting because one thing I also noticed is, is that Ohio has populated more than um, 4 million votes, actually more than 5 million. The population of Ohio, I actually, I I really don't know what the population of Ohio is. You know, I'm going to look that up. But either way, what I noticed is that if the simple votes, typically if you have um, if you have the population of Ohio, of Ohio, sorry, I'm, I'm trying to multitask. Um, typically that does work great. So a million people. Uh, 11.7 or we're estimated to 11.8 million people so if you have 11.8 million people and only 3 million people voted uh that's a uh, that's pretty bad voter turnout uh that is not what you wanted by any means and we look at the census um yeah, so the total population of Ohio is 11.7 or 11,756,058 people. So there's a major issue with that. Uh, while 50, <clears throat> while we have a person under five is that makes up the 5.6% population. If you're under five years old, that's a pretty slim to low radius. And if you also look at the housing. Uh, you also have uh, about 5.2 million people actually have housing as of July 1st, 2022. Well, that's not bad. Um, but the issue here is, is that your Christian evangelical faith people, that's the big issue. Now, there's nothing wrong of having your faith, and there's nothing wrong of believing in God. And there isn't. We need to. But we there's this stigma saying, well, we I don't need to vote because God is in control and, and all this. So I'm going to stay home. 
Well, folks, we're getting to a point in our nation's history where if you stay home and if you're a devout Christian, you stay home, you're only giving you're only helping one vote to the Democrats. You're giving yourself to the Democrat a vote. So you're supporting everything else. So you have to face the brunt of the consequences. See, I definitely can tell you with overall 80 percent of the people that are uh, Christians and stuff in Ohio, that we should have been over. If you are evangelical Christian, shame on you if you didn't vote yesterday. Literally, if you stayed home and thought that oh, I don't need to vote because, oh, you know, my vote is that doesn't count. Well, how do you know? You know, are there perfect elections? No. And now this is not only Ohio. This was happened in Virginia. This happened in Kentucky. This happened all across yesterday. And you wonder why this nation is going down in a hell in a handbag. Because you have people that are evangelical Christians that think that their votes don't, aren't being heard, number one. Or they think that the election is rigged, number two. Is it? Yes. Are there... I mean, do you have George Soros? Yes. Do you have censorship? Absolutely on, on steroids. For instance, this brings me to another topic. I, I posted something about TikTok. Uh, you know, I utilize the TikTok, and I'm sure that you can find me on TikTok, Sauce Man 1776, before I get <laughs> permanently censored off of there, too. But what happened was, was I posted something about Israel, and I, man, I didn't realize TikTok does not like Israel. They don't like anything that you mention about Israel. If you do, you get um, actually flagged as um, violent extremists. That's actually the one I posted talking about how people in Israel were mocking American American college kids for tearing down the posters inside of Hamas. And so I posted that, and somehow that got censored, and that got uh, extremist violation or extremist violation of extremism. So now we have that that's going on. So what in the world happened to this country? Well, what happened is many people decided to stay home yesterday, and it's only going to get worse if you're in those states. I also can tell you, if you if you're an if you are an if you are evangelical Christian, twenty twenty four is going to be the most important and vital election. Now, you're probably wondering, oh, great. No, oh, man, Sosland, you're doing so good. And then you mentioned the election. Well, the reason why I mentioned in the election is because we cannot repeat what happened last night. We need to show up in numbers. We do. We cannot give the extremists more numbers. And that's the truth. One vote, you stay home, you just gave... you hypothetically voted for the other side. Anyway, you did it. One vote. And that's why it's so important to go out and vote. And if you're an if you're an evangelical Christian, get off your rear end, swallow the pride, and vote uh, vote the there's a thing called primary. If you want to run, run against the rhino. Okay? Number 1. Number two, you might have to bite the dust, but there's things called recalls and there's things called accountability. That's number two. Number three, you might not like the person, but if they're on the same values and same moral compasses, then so be it. Vote for that person. 
and I know I I know for a fact that this is gonna cause heat because they're wondering what's well, awesome. How can you vote for someone that is okay with abortion? Well, <clears throat> that's not okay. But that's why when they get elected, what do you do? You hold their fire to their feet. Because I know that many Republicans can do the right thing. But what's, control what's allowing them to do whatever they want, at whenever they want, is our laziness and our failure to hold them accountable through letters, through phone calls, and through meetings and asking them, grilling them questions when they come to you. Because I can tell you, if you attend the Republican Party meeting, they show up nine out of ten times. And they try to ask you they try to answer questions. If you don't ask, if you don't ask the questions, they think they're doing great. They're thinking that they're doing great for the populace. Anyway, they're not. And so I encourage you this next this next season, the 2024, it's gonna be a vital year. Yes, Wisconsin is in the uh, is in the map. Do I think Ronald McDonald or Ronald McDowell, whatever her name is, the GOP chair, do I think she should resign? Absolutely she should. Because they, the Republicans could have had an easy platform to win. They should have won many of the seats last night, but they didn't. Because Ronald McDowell or Don or whatever her name is, the GOP chair, who's actually nephew or nieces with Mitt Romney, that's Mitt Romney's niece, that should tell you everything. Because Mitt Romney is a big, uh, big rhino. He, you know, he's voted Democrat multiple times. I don't trust that whole Romney family and anyone that's connected to it. So that should answer everything. The only reason why, and I think a lot of people, like you look at Tim Michaels and you look at, um, like the the elections a couple of months ago, and even in Wisconsin, for instance, look at Tim Michaels. Many people tried to recall Evers. Perfect. But what happened? The GOP rhinos failed to endorse Tim Michaels and left him floundering. And that was Marina McDowell. And they pulled money out of the Wisconsin pot, pulled money out of Arizona, pulled money and pulled resources and pulled funding. So ended up having their, their own campaigns fund in state. That should tell you everything. And that also is the old boy, good old boy club is a virus in D.C. It's a it's an epidemic. Uh, well, I know this kid because I know that guy. I've known him for years. I know his family. I'll vote for him. Do I think that he's wavering like people in, uh, in Utah? Mitt Romney. Oh, I know Mitt Romney. He ran back in 2012. He's my next door neighbor. Let's vote for him. Do I understand his policies? Ah, no, it's fine. I know he's just, he is wishy-washy, but we need that in D.C. No, I'm sorry. You don't need wishy-washy in this same age. We need more of Matt Gates, more of Marjorie Taylor Greene, and more of Lauren Boebert. We need those people in Congress and Ron Johnson in Senate. We don't need softies anymore because the softies are the ones that are taking hijack of this country. And that's it. And personally, Am I a little bit frustrated last night? Absolutely. I think we need to look back because if they're going to have this GOP convention and you know what they're doing, I, everyone knows what they're doing with President Trump. 
Even the GOP is trying to take away Trump's ability to run. It's evident. You can look around and you can see and you can look, pull up the news and you can talk to certain Republicans. I'd say President Trump should not be on the back. Look, if you watch the clown show tonight on the whatever ABC or NBC, whatever the clown show debate, the GOP debate, you pretty much saw that that's a complete clown show. You know, you can take any of them seriously. They're talking about high heels and they're talking about TikTok and they're talking about all this. You know what they're exactly doing? They're going to prop up Ron DeSantis. That's what they're going to do. You have in-state state Congress passing the 14th Amendment in their own state to get President Trump off the ballot. Michigan did it. And California is doing it. Colorado. New York. I mean, heavens forbid. And these are your state-run conservative parties are doing that. And a lot of people ask me, do you think Wisconsin is trying to do that? I believe the Speaker of the Assembly will try to get President Trump off the ballot. I know that for a fact. I think he was going to try to because he's never been a big fan of him. And because they're it's like, oh, you hurt my feelings. You know what? I like feelings being hurt because it's it makes me build, it builds grit. And it, it tells me, you know, I need to man up. I need to put my big boy boots on and think I messed up. I need to talk to, I need to be held accountable for what I did. That's it. So enough of talking about the big boy Brits and the, or what I say Brits. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> Where am I at? But either way, it's midweek and my week is going great so far. And I definitely can tell you, um, it's been very interesting. Um, I mean, it's been raining and I can't wait till the snow starts falling. And I'm thinking about doing a paper about, because in, we're finally hitting our final exams and some of the final exams in college, you know, some of them are going away from testing and they're giving you bigger projects to do. And I personally think it's interesting. I personally love it uh, because it gives me a different variety of Okay, you know what? Maybe I like to maybe focus on artificial intelligence and whether they should focus on uh, keeping the interest, keeping the interest rates, or if they should do the banking. That'd be interesting policy. And I've thought about that, and I'm sure that's been in the news. So I think it's kind of funny. Um, and I also think it's important that we uh, focus on other things uh, in our in the big picture. And I think. I, would I support artificial intelligence supporting it, like increasing interest rates? Uh, you know, that's a hard question. And that's a question that I've probably thought and, and pondered. Um, I kind of do support that, actually. Because I think artificial intelligence is, I think, that can do good because it's non-biased. Unless if it gets in the wrong hands and then somehow get biased. And we're seeing that. Uh, with this Biden regime that's more worried about um, artificial intelligence having genders and pronouns, using the proper pronouns for AI. Lord help us. And and I also think that it's, I think it's going to be adding a different twist to it. Now, the reason why is because I don't think we, I don't trust Jamal Powell for as far as I can throw him. I don't. Um, I, I don't think he's strong. He, he caves in like a, on a folding lawn chair on Christmas day, or even in the wind 
flips right on over and says, oh, okay, I'll raise the interest rates. Uh, no, 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 no. And whenever you have Jamal Powell and behind closed doors saying that the, the feds doesn't like a strong economy, it should tell you everything about this regime. I mean, Obama. It should tell you everything about Obama. I think he's having his third term right now. And so <clears throat> I think it's, I think if you get AI, like if you have, uh, like like Elon Musk said this, and I think I would support him on this kind of a standpoint. And of course, I'm, this can be researched. So I'm probably going to come back in December, sometime like that, and be like, okay, after research, after speaking with people, maybe I do support having artificial intelligence, um, you know, speak, you know, maybe controlling the finances, in the finance sector, reduces government spending, amen to that. Um, and I don't know, it's so subjective right now, but that's what's been on my mind. And so then we also have to try to figure out something and we have to do a PowerPoint in our, um, in our, I think tech class talking about the entrepreneurship of business and finding a solution and finding out how the, the start of the situation to potentially the supply chain and how that is going to finding a strategy on fixing that and if it would be effective or if it'd be productive or not. So that's going to be interesting also researching as well. And I also think um, we also need to like save up our money. I mean, number one, because if you're in college, you need to save every single cent of it because the student forgiveness loan, we don't know how long that will last. Is that constitutional? Absolutely not. But you know what? We live in a banana republic, so anything can happen. I hate to say it. Um, as I can kind of conclude, uh, happy Thursday. I didn't think I was actually going to run into Thursday, but it was supposed to be Wednesday, so I can you'll probably hear this again. But it's November 9th, and this, I think, one of the first episodes I did that crossed over into two days. And I didn't make a two-day episode, but it's yeah, November 9th, 2023, Thursday, almost the weekend. Well, I hope you guys are getting ready for the weekend. I know I am. Uh, the Bears play today, and um, we'll probably be back. To, we'll probably be back later today or this afternoon. Or I don't know when. But either way, I hope you guys have an awesome day. And remember to keep us saucy. Bye. Don't